It's December 1st, and since the last time you've heard of an episode of Cold Cans, a lot has changed in the world. Perhaps, most noticeably, our new president-elect, Joe Biden. From beginning to end, Joe Biden's campaign focused heavily on President Trump's encouragement of white supremacy. His campaign launch video was all about Trump's refusal to unambiguously condemn racist violence, and at the final debate, Biden declared Trump pours fuel on every single racist fire and has since vowed in his campaign to restore the soul of the nation. But is the soul of our nation restorable? Or are we so steeped in violence and objectification of others that the American ethos is beyond the pale? Mm. This attitude is perhaps uh, most acutely captured uh, in art, uh, maybe none so much so as prominent and famous as A Clockwork Orange, a novel set in a futuristic Britain that follows Alex, a young delinquent who commands his army of droogs into uh, his attitude of ultraviolence. The film chronicles the horrific crime spree of his gang, his capture and rehabilitation via experimental psychological conditioning technique. And while the reviews were mixed at the time over the years, um, more people have a chance to think about this film and, and it's now considered relatively favorable. Uh, Spanish director Luis Buñuel pr praised the film highly and once said, A Clockwork Orange is my current favorite film. I was, I, was I was predisposed against it, but after seeing it, I realized it's only a movie about what the modern world really means. Mm. Of course, A Clockwork... You should keep that point for later in the episode. He hated it <laughs> until he saw it. Let's well, talk about that. Keep going. Of course, A Clockwork Orange is based on the novel. Uh, of the same name by writer Anthony Burgess, who, uh, before writing A Clockwork Orange, his first novel uh, he penned as Time for a Tiger, based on a popular advertising campaign of a uh, the most popular beer in Malaya of the 1950s, where Burgess was working. Burgess reveals in his autobiography that when his Time for a Tiger was published, he asked the manufacturer, then Fraser and Neve, for a complimentary clock with a tiger beer slogan. The brewery declined to offer this or any other free gift to him. But 14 years later, when Burgess was more famous, it relented. In 1970, the company offered Burgess the privilege to consume any of their beers free of charge while in Singapore, where it was based. However, in his own words, Burgess wrote in response, but it was too late. I had become wholly a gin man. Is it too late to restore the soul of America, as Joe Biden has promised? Is it too late to restore the listenership of cold cans after a month on hiatus? We'll find out today's episode where we drink Tiger Lager Beer. Cheers, Nick. Cheers, Joe. We're back. We are back. Well done with that intro. That was like sort of off the dome. It really was. Some ways. Started preparing it about five minutes ago. I feel yeah. pretty good about it. Well, Stumbled a little that's bit. That's true of most of them. But like this one, you did a great job of bringing oh. together multiple elements. I swear to God, that last part of the Is It Too Late just came to me on the spot because I had no, that. was perfect. That. Thank you. That was Appreciate perfect. It. We both laughed at that line about <laughs> it's too late. I'm a gin man now. And you did. Yeah, perfect job of Thank you. incorporating that in. Wow. Rarely seen good about in myself. cold cans. <laughs> a well a job well done. Oh, man. I hope you edit some of the stumbles so it just looks perfect. I'm editing nothing. <laughs> Damn it. I've got a little twist for you as well. So today we're recording. Even when you interrupted and said that we should use some <laughs> anecdote later? Uh, we'll, we'll see we if got that's a twist. 
All right, go We're ahead. recording straight into Anchor.fm, proud sponsor of Cold Cans Podcast today. And when you do it straight into the browser, there's a 30-minute limit on your recording. <laughs> okay. So we're already four minutes in, baby. We're burning time. Oh, no. Uh, how's sip one? Of It's sort of what I... I've had this before. I had it, um, as listeners probably know by now, both you and I have traveled to Southeast Asia. Yeah. I had it when I was there. Tasted much like this. Yeah. It's just kind of a, a skunky, uh, though light um drinkable beer yeah i think it gets away with it a little bit in southeast asia because it's so hot and humid there right. that nothing's humid better than a cold, cold beer Hell yeah. so it doesn't matter skunk flavor it's gonna taste so fucking good like that sweaty yeah. bottle on the give me that ice cold sun. skunk juice baby oh <laughs> well, yeah i'll take skunk juice all day bsb but it's still good i mean both of us this is our first sip of beer since october 30th when the last cold cans aired yeah when we made that <laughs> vow uh, well, actually sign that document that said we would only drink on the whole can podcast. I know. Yeah. And our listeners have pleaded with us for months to just stop doing this show. Mm. We are not going to listen anymore, though. You know, there's money to be made with Anchor. And yes. that brought us back. The economy looking the way it is. We got to get every stream of income going. <laughs> you know, I'm very interested in passive income. <laughs> Did I ever tell you that story? I think you could relay it again. So maybe anonymize the names. Uh, I don't even remember who it was. It was okay. on a podcast recording, and they were talking about personal finance or something. Uh-huh. And this guest, like from the mouths of babes, as they say, or something, but obviously a completely stupid statement. They were just <laughs> like, you know what? I'm really interested in passive income. <laughs> you yeah, know, shit. Fascinating. Me too. In terms of. I would love to lose weight and not uh, do anything at all. Passive weight loss. I mean, I'm super interested. Oh, man. And it wasn't followed up either by just like, well, how do you what are some up? steps to, you know, to get there? Like, what is a great way to get started down that path? No, I don't it think you understand, like, Now, sir. tell me the three easy steps I can do to get passive income Exactly. Going. You don't understand. I'm interested in passive income. So work to get there <laughs> right. is also off the table, my friend. <laughs> oh yeah man that is some I absolute that. insight that's also the state of podcasting today i mean as evidenced by this show you could just start podcast saying whatever the fuck you want yeah and make what tens of thousands a month <laughs> right not that we're going to divulge our uh, no, income that's just a rough estimate mm-hmm. and again Low because ball. of our our patreon and our listeners paying us the amount that they did to not do a show for a month. <laughs> we did have to take one month off, but that would be can't interesting. Last forever. You think any podcast has done that before? I'm sure they have. It's too funny not to have. Will they pay us not to do yeah. <laughs> We won't release if we get 100 platinum tier <laughs> subscribers on our Patreon. They get 10,000 signed up overnight. <laughs> Please. Oh, man. Uh, so you, you, uh, you wanted to use the intro as well to introduce some things to talk about during this episode. Yeah, I have a post-it note here you where I wrote down it. some things uh, to talk about. So what's your note-keeping? You got to just post-it note thing on your desk, and if you have a spare thought, you just kind of jot it down? Or what's your method? That's a good question. I have an app called Todoist, and that's mm. where I put in most of my notes for like work. Somebody in a meeting's like, yeah, do this thing. I'll write it down there, and then you can snooze it and move it around to different mm-hmm. days. Uh, this was a post-it note because I didn't want to type and I was just sitting there. The computer was off. I don't like typing on my phone. So yeah, post-it note. I do assemble post notes. Then they get transcribed into my note-taking software. <laughs> now we've hit the interesting content, baby. How about you? What's your? I think it's kind of fun. I yeah. I just have like 
random paper pads around and we'll write stuff down. Sure. I don't think it's a great method, honestly. You put them into a system anywhere? Um, well, if it's something I actually have to do, yes, it gets stuck to my like, um, second monitor. You see it, you go, fuck, I got to get to that or not get to it, but I'm conscious of not getting to it. Right. But if it's just a random idea or like an idea for a story or something like that, it usually just gets put in the pile to one day go through and see if there's anything there. I think that's an important distinction. There's notes of like, here's my slush pile of stuff, like ideas, creative things. And then there's like, I'm trying to get everything I need to do in a given day in a place. Mm -hmm. And that's why Todoist works great because you write it down. You can either do it that day and the market is done, or you can write it down and like put the date of it to be like next Tuesday, the next Tuesday morning, it comes up at like one o'clock in the morning and I wake up and that's my list of stuff to do that day. Yeah. Uh, That works great. I started using Todoist a couple of years ago off Mm -hmm. your recommendation. And now over the past year, I have snoozed the same two notifications Mm -hmm. for, I think, yeah, the past year. Because I just don't use it anymore, and I haven't gone in for, through the trouble of oh, I see. ending the notifications. Wow. And it's not something I need to do anymore. Wow. Truly amazing there. What just a time. delete it. No. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it does get annoying, and you start to become this like beholden to the list, and I feel anxious yeah, if I'm not done with it. Right. I don't like that either. I've t- given myself forgiveness for just marking things off if I don't care anymore, or just moving everything to further out. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, you can't, you can't get too wrapped up and it. it has to be a balance. Uh, I did not have list management written down. I had election written down, uh, but there's, I don't know what, what else is there? Being president say? is just a series of lists, Jill. That's <laughs> wow. all it is. What a bleak way to look at life. That's all it is. The things are just a series of lists. Check those boxes. <laughs> and then die. The <laughs> final checkbox. <laughs> I do. It's in my Todoist. Uh, I snooze it, <laughs> thankfully, but I do have die. Right. Written. Yeah. Write out will buy coffin. Uh-huh. So and I've done all that. Have to. Oh, yeah. you've done that already. Wow. Well, I was on the list. Checked. I wanted to get it done. <laughs> so now just die is left. Okay. Uh, Who's going to check that box though? I snoozed up to Saturday. It'll truly be the last <laughs> unchecked box, I guess, for me. Well, now that Hopefully. you know this, I hope you pull my phone out of my pocket. Like they pull me out of the river. Uh, I'm all bloated to shit. And you yeah. pull my phone out of my pocket. The detective says, don't touch that. What are you doing? And you say, I have to. I, it's I my have last to. promise. It's in him. his will. And Check you, it. And you, it's not in your will. I'm accused of murder. And I spend the rest of my days in prison. And there's, <laughs> yeah. But you do it anyway. I do it anyway. That's that's, that's the, the kind of friend you way. are. I to do it anyway. <laughs> and there's there's just two items left. Die and get back to Mark about that work item for a bit. <laughs> but I forgot to check that off. See, you also, Mark, you check that off too. I use my one phone call when I get taken in to call Mark. Hey, he wanted me to get back to you. What are you doing? Why are you calling me about this? I heard about his passing. He just wants those designs to be in by next Monday. All right, delay no further. Or I'm in at eleven. Oh shit! Yeah, we got we're on a fair round of clock. What happens if we go over? I don't know. I think it just stops. We could restart one, obviously, and wow. join it. I think maybe that'll be fun. Like this is all time box. This episode, so right. like we'll go right to the minute and we'll just see just what stop. happens. Yeah, truly like life, a series of lists. Like Y2K. Remember that, folks? Yeah, Y2K. Folks. Yeah, let's get into Y2K bits. Uh, okay, here's the other thing I have written down. Man, I said. Uh, Taco Bell and Jack of the Box have similarities mm. where they're both like the Doughboys always calls them like uh, the Willy Wonka, like Taco Bell. They call the Willy Wonka fast food thing where they're trying Doritos, tacos and new chalupas and 
uh, you know, different kind of combinations that make that everybody likes and has fun. Oh, sure. Here's my theory. J-Box also has globbed onto that. That's not a theory. That's true. They're, they're trying wacky, weird burgers and stuff. Yeah. Mexican food, at least shitty off-brand Mexican food, can make it work because that, like, shitty cheese and stuff, there's something. Yeah, it it's doesn't all the ruin ingredients. And it doesn't ruin the integrity of the thing. Like a Doritos Locos taco with a bunch of awful cheese and stuff on it. It Like, you still can hold it. It's a taco and you can eat it. Jack in the Box does this with burgers. And when you do it with burgers, it just destroys the bread, like, completely. You can't even hold it. It's a big oh, grease you got, mess. Yeah, you have too many condiments and It gets too, too big. You can't on. hold okay. it. It's just a fucking mess, and it's just inedible. So the Willy Wonka fast food stuff only works for foods which will structurally hold up. Wow. That's it. That's, That's my thought. That's a very important point. Wow. Yeah, what do you think about that? Have you had a lot of experiences with J-Box? We got burgers once there, and, and so you've he, gone back. So that actually leads to the point then. Oh, okay. When we went, there was a point. We got there number one. Please not really. make your point, Mr. Glock. We only got, I'm watching you. We only got 18. I'm watching you. What are you doing here? Who is this? I'm a judge. Okay. You're a lawyer in court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Please get to the point, Mr. Glock. I will, Your Honor. Uh, the, to get to my point, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, uh, when we went, we got a number one at J box. It was their classic burger and it was good. When I've subsequently gone back, I've got their Willy Wonka stuff and it was filled with stuff and it just structurally broke down and it was awful. Mm. J box. You don't need to be Taco Bell. You're good enough on your own. <laughs> enough with the bells and are whistles. They? I think they are. We had that burger. It was really fucking good. So does J box, J box also does tacos, right? They also do Mexican they do, food. And that and doesn't do they work also at all. Do Willy- Strip that away. Okay. I don't think they None do Willy Wonka stuff with their Mexican food. They don't want to get into Taco Bell's turf. Sure. Next thing they know, Taco Bell will be making burgers, and now they're <laughs> fu- absolutely fucked. But Jack in the Box uh-huh. also does, like, chili cheese fries and stuff. Okay. If we have 18 minutes, let's get I off would this. Say, I would say I thought the number one was encroaching on Willy Wonka territory as well. There was a lot going on. It was a it was a pretty messy burger. With their meatloaf burger you didn't like. Yeah, it was like a spiced beef log. <laughs> and Swiss cheese, and well, then the like tomato, like lettuce, onion, like fresh tomato, lettuce, and onion, though. You gotta give yeah, them that. That was good. The produce was good. Cause we did a, have we talked about it on the show? I don't I know. I guess we probably did. We did a burger head to head. Yeah. We Wendy's, McDonald's, McDonald's, Big Mac, BK. Wendy's, Dave's Single, BK Whopper, Whopper, and a Jack in the Box number one, Jack's Burger. Yeah. Yeah. And Jack in the Box performed much stronger than we thought. It did. Big Mac it was much our number worse. two. Yeah. Right? Yep. Big Mac much worse than we thought. Just a yeah. clear bottom. That clear letdown. Yep. Uh, Whopper was fine, and then I think we all kind of agreed that Wendy's. I, I actually thought Jack in the Box was the best, but right, consensus, you, Wendy's was the best, and Wendy's is so fucking good. It was. It's just like what you want out of a fast oh, food burger. Very, very good. It was great. Yeah. Uh, anyway, keep next thing on okay, the list. Uh, let's get through the list. I got to check everything off this list. Uh, I've been getting into washing my face better. Oh wow! I never really used to do We're that. Halfway through, by the way. Um, but it hasn't really done anything. I don't feel anything <laughs> different. Right, I, so yes. Check that off the no, list. No, I agree. <laughs> I've, I've said this for a long time to close, close confidants and family. <laughs> I didn't wash my face. But you never said it to me. I want to call it. Well, out. <laughs> that's, that should tell you all you need to know. Uh, I never wash my face ever. Sure. You're in the shower. You give it a little bit of scrub or whatever. Right, right. Water. It. Yes. Water in the shower. Yeah. Incidentally from when, when I wash my hair. Mm-hmm. Never had problems with zits or anything like that, which I get is like a genetic blessing. I know some people sure. just there's nothing you can do about it. Sure. But I have since like, I don't know, three years ago, 
since I moved out here to the elite coasts and told that I need to look hot, uh-huh. I started exfoliating and like using some better moisturizers and stuff. There's not a difference. No, it's all the same. No, it's the same. It's all bullshit. It's just you don't yeah, even invest in it. It's just stimulating the economy at this point. That's <laughs> it all is. it is, which we need to do. We I'm, do. <laughs> yeah, that's our uh, uh, burden as an American. Until Operation Warp Speed saves us. <laughs> Speaking of Operation Warp Speed, we're down to about a third of the beer left in Tiger. What do you mm. think? Uh, yeah, I'm well, about I halfway am, anyway. through. I think uh, I think it's getting better as it goes down, honestly. It's one of those beers. That first sip was just sort of like, well, I don't really want to drink this, but uh, mm. it's been getting better. A lot of these kind of skunk juice beers do get better as they go down. You get... I don't know if you get drunk or you just get used to the taste. Probably used it is. to the taste. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's only 5% ABV. So you're probably not really getting drunk, but yeah, they're real nice. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. I like it too. Um, yeah. The last is some character stuff I was going to do that. I don't want to do. So. You don't want to do it anymore. It was uh, okay. You so could. It's, it's oh, okay. Jesse Ventura. And I'm here to tell you that there aren't, I can tell you for certain there are not billions of people in the world. There are hundreds of people in the world. I know this for a fact because can you, any, every single one of you should ask yourself, just ask yourself, sit down and look in the mirror and literally physically ask yourself, have you ever met billions of people? Because that's enough to know. If we all ask that to ourselves, we'll all know there aren't billions of people. There's hundreds of people in the world. It's mostly people I know, celebrities that I see on TV and people I know. Those are the only people. There's a hundred people in the world. What do you think? Who's watching you on the TV, Jesse? Who voted for you for governor of Minnesota? You had massive voter fraud. Hundreds of thousands <laughs> of votes. That's a voter fraud. Massive voter fraud. Just like Joe Biden voted for himself in Pennsylvania ten thousand times. I literally did in Minnesota vote for myself ten thousand times. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Also, how Barry Obama got elected. I don't want to be Jesse anymore. It hurts my throat. Yeah, that's fair. No, this is a funny point, though, and it came up in one of our discussions around the election when people are like, some of the people who were claiming voter fraud were like, I I only saw Trump signs in my city. How could Biden have won? (laughs) Because there's just... There's 300 million people in America. Right. That is, it's certainly a fringe opinion, I think, when someone says like, well, all I see are Biden signs. Trump Trump said it. He said, look how big our rallies are. Did he? How could well, I lose? Right, right. Look at all the boat parades. Yeah, How could yeah, I lose? There's a thousand people here. <laughs> I know. It's it's a funny take that it's funny. Somehow is taken seriously. Um so that's that's my list. That was fun. I liked the Jesse bit. Thanks. Thanks, buddy. Though Jesse, we saw do a mask PSA. He did. We saw a commercial where he put a yeah, mask on. Like a Minnesota state uh PSA. He must have withered and died inside. <laughs> Uh, and when he had to do that, they save it for the very end too. He's the last right. one. Cause they have like 10 different figures from Minnesota politics, not politics, like sports, whatever yeah. culture, everything. But and he, then he's the last one to snap that mask on. <laughs> and you can tell he doesn't want to do it. No, but he could go so much further with that. He could be like, I wore a mask. The last time I encountered a mask was when I fought Ray Mysterio in the SummerSlam of 1993. <laughs> uh, but now we need to do it again or something like that, you know? That would have been fun. He should yeah. have done something on his own Twitter feed or Instagram. He should have. Oh, maybe he did. I don't want to pay attention to I don't to follow Ventura. him online either. <laughs> I hope I don't, yeah, ever follow Jesse Ventura. Oh, that's too bad. How are we doing on time? Shame. Remember, We're at a, 1937. This is a Hitchcock-esque 
mm. episode here where we know the bomb under the table is going to go off. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Which is Anchor, a fine service, though it limits you to 30 <laughs> minutes of recording. Fine. Yeah, it is fine. They have to be able to, you, you probably press stop and then you press record again for your next chunk. And you think you can just push those two together, Joe? I would think so, because everything gets saved as I like an audio clip. I would think so too, clip. right? Right. Now, I have a little parable or terrible right, here once get we're into getting it. into just it. Just in case we can't. Um, as I said, I drank this when I was in um, Thailand and Vietnam, actually, but uh, my little parable or terrible comes to us from the land of Thai. Ah, the land down under of Thailand. <laughs> uh, something popular in Thai cooking and might pair well with a ice cold oh. beer. Peanuts, that's my guess. A little spicy bird's eye chili. Oh, no. Uh-oh. <laughs> now, you don't have to do it. If you're a coward, you can dip out. You obviously yeah, don't course. eat the whole thing. Now, bird's eye chilies are pretty spicy. I looked them up on the whatever Rory Scoville rating or whatever what? the heat rating is. Rory Scoville rating. Rory Scoville rating. This is somewhere between habanero and jalapeno. Wow. And as you, you can hear the seeds in there, because these are dried chilies. Okay. And now in that cooking class that both of, of us, just take a nib off of it. Just a nib. Okay. I'll in that cooking nib. class you just took, the nib. which is the same one I did. Yeah. Did you pick some bird's eye chilies for your cooking? I don't recall. We did. I think we did okay. pick some chilies, so maybe it was this. Yeah. We weirdly took the same cooking class and that didn't coordinate funny. that. No, that we did not. Cool. All right, here we go. Joe's going for it. I'm just going to bite the tip, too. It's not like, oh, 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 Uh-oh. it's overwhelmingly hot when you swallow it. Oh, mama. Oh, oh, mama, oh, papa. Did mama. you get a seed in yours? Mama and papa. <laughs> yep. Okay. Well, that's the problem. I don't mama think... and papa. <laughs> I didn't get a seed because I was trying to be smart. I shook them all down to the base by the stem. Other, It's just a nice sort of like smoky flavor when you don't get a seed <laughs> Mama, that's what papa make joy oh no are you all right joe did the beer help at all a little bit put out the fire yeah there's a fire inside uh i don't know if i can put it out oh terrible this my assessment is terrible oh the thai what is it chicken popper seed or is it <laughs> Bird's eye chili. chili. Not associated with the company Bird's Eye, famously <laughs> making frozen vegetables. What is your assessment? Oh. Without the seed, without the heat, it was actually pretty terrible. But we can say it. terrible because I, I do believe it. Thank you for committing to it, though, and actually by Committed to it. You're going to kill me. I'll days. commit you to an institution. Yeah, actually, I'd Pry your you. eyes open, make you watch a little corrective film. Oh, huh? that's a callback. Huh? We're on it. We're on it. The now. little clock goes round and round. <laughs> round and Time round. Is a flat <laughs> what about that? Do we like that now or do we not like it? I thought we didn't we didn't like True Detective anymore. Oh, really? As a society. No, we didn't like True Detective season two. That's right. Right. I was gonna say, I think season like one, one is and still and three, yeah. Cool. Three's the one with uh, Mahershala Ali, right? Yeah. I wish there... I didn't know what we like and didn't like. <laughs> I'm sick of knowing that. This sort of gets into the point I was going to make about uh, the critic hated the film until he watched it. Yeah. So this sort of plays into that. I'm right. so tired of that. Everything, I got into a discussion with Alyssa today about 
um, Sia, the musical artist, apparently directed a film um, that I didn't, again, I'm talking about it and I didn't know anything about it either. So I'm part of the problem here. But the discussion was around a Twitter controversy. Sia is directing a movie about a child with autism who basically find feels alive through dance okay and in their mind and see a cast someone in the lead role that the role has the person in the role does not have autism but the character ah, does so, that's so there's a bit of a controversy around it and right. see it was sort of um unapologetic about having done so and i'm just like all of that controversy was based off the trailer that so no one has seen the movie no one uh-huh. really knows what the representation is like and uh-huh. i respect people trying to stick up for you know people who don't necessarily have a voice on these like when a feature film is being made but you like watch the film and yeah. then you can kind of complain about it that's what i don't like about yeah twitter and that whole like sudden like fire off a take thing it's profits though clicks headlines Twitter's just we can all create. What do you just think about Twitter? I haven't come across this because I don't post much, but <clears throat> Twitter tried to do a thing where you had to have clicked on the article to have to retweet it. So in theory, you had to read some of it at least to retweet it. It's a good idea. Step in the right direction. I think it's yeah, it is too. But I'm not going to applaud them. This is a problem they created. Right. So fucking great. Right. You're finally coming to the rescue. Uh, I was just telling you this. I was watching Ted Lasso. Great Ted show Lasso. on Apple Plus. Jason Sudeikis. Jason Sudeikis, and he quotes Walt Whitman in one, one of the episodes. The quote is, be curious, not judgmental. Mm. I think this fits that. We all have to yeah, have a judgment instead of like sit down and, and, and actually be curious and ask what's going on there and why. Yeah. And understand the motivations. And, and no, we have to leap to the conclusion that this is a problem because this person is an insensitive fucking asshole. Right. Uh, maybe it's, not always the case. Sometimes yeah. it is the case. Sometimes but at least we is. can ask why and then find right. out whether or not it is. Right. And I, I think the thing is you can't, often come to a complete judgment on that after, you know, one back and forth on Twitter with a celebrity. Like you can't, that's not being curious by getting one hot take from them. Like, right. It's, I I think things take more work than a lot of us are willing to do when it comes to having an opinion on something. It's so much easier to just fire something off. Hot take. Uh, I don't have any take on that assessment. (laughs) I completely agree with you. That isn't, it's insidious. It's toxic. Uh, and again, that doesn't mean we shouldn't hold people to a high standard. Right. Of course. Of empathy. There's and a balance of, there. Yeah. But but a high standard while after understanding what happened rather right. than just leaping to right. some conclusion. For clout. For clout. But clout's profitable, baby. How else am I going to grow my Instagram following? Um, that's on you. Like that's that. your assessment. The audience like this one. The audience like this one. This is a pretty tight episode. We should always be time boxed. Listeners <laughs> would be thrilled. Maybe, truly. Because sometimes we get into it and we're like, well, what else? <laughs> huh? What else? I should always like write a down post comic at an yeah. open mic night. Yeah. And, uh, who doesn't, hasn't really earned the ability to say, well, what, what else? else? Right. Yeah. Because no one wants their take yeah. on it. It can be nothing. That's what you'd like to say. To <laughs> that. <laughs> that could be fine. Uh, all right. How much? What's our time? We're at 27.08. Oh, shit. We got to rush through the rankings then and the beer advocate. Yeah, let's do it. I'll do beer advocate quick. Um, This is from Asia Pacific Breweries Limited, which is a subsidiary of Heineken, I believe we read earlier. Um, A little copy here. Tiger was born on the hot streets of Singapore, the tropical island city-state, a busy trading destination and melting pot of Asian, Indian, and British influences and culture. The tropical lagering process brews a bravely creative and unpretentious lager. 
result is the intensely refreshing full body taste of one of the world's fastest growing premium beers. Mm. Um, which is interesting because this beer was since has been around since the thirties. I think we read also, um, it is 5% ABV, a lager European pale is the style and it's ranking is wow. a 64 or poor. Now, does oh, this pour me another pour ourselves another um okay so i'm going through the rankings you know i the thing is this is a tough one because i like it but i don't love it and some of the other beers that i like but, but do don't you want love, some more of it <laughs> that's what I, we have to ask ourselves some of the other beers i like but don't love on our list have some other subjective quality that makes me like them uh, this yeah. for me doesn't totally because i didn't have a lot of this when i was down there i think i had one or two you did though I had some, I tried to look for it in my Google photos because you can like literally search. I searched tiger beer and it popped up a picture from my Jesus trip to Christ. Thailand, which is, yeah, something. That's fucking terrifying. And we, like the people I had went with, we bought a 24 pack of cans of tiger. And I do remember it was just like at a convenience store. Yeah. Uh, so widely available, certainly. I don't have like a ton connected to it. I think similar to what you said before the show, Chang beer was more of what I drank yeah. while I was there. Yeah, that seems completely reasonable. Um. That's all I want to be is reasonable, baby. Please be reasonable. Right, twenty-eight fiscally. We're at twenty-nine. We got a minute. All right, you want a three, two, one? It. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah we I mean, found I, a spot. Uh, I found a spot because we're we have a minute. I'm yeah, let's really scared we, about this. This sucks. Okay, yeah, let's do it. Can we can we pledge the listeners? We'll come back for a wrap up if Anchor allows us. Yes. Or they'll just we hear this. Pledge. All right, this we pledge. Three, three two, two, one, seventy-two. Okay, 72, so you have 89. it way lower. Uh, you have it at 89. I probably put it too high. Were you trying to rip and replace Heineken? No, I was going to put it right behind Heineken, bump everything else down. Oh, really? Yeah. What's at the bottom of our list right now? Uh, I don't know. We don't have enough time to discuss it. Uh, not Your Father's Mountain Ale. That's fine. Let's put it there. Good. Let's, good. Goodbye to your yeah. Not Your Father's Mountain Ale. Adios, papa. We, had, we did that in November 3rd, 2017. Not Your Father's Cold Cans. Uh, it was taste awful. Uh, what are we doing on time? How are we doing? Uh, we got 10 seconds, allegedly. Uh, do you want to say anything else? No, I, I have nothing else. I, I, I substance. value our friendship. I value our listenership. I value this podcast. I, think I, I love you, Joe.